Welcome to the Grow Equation Podcast, a training podcast for service-based business owners who want to hashtag work less, earn more. Your host, Diana Lidstone, has been working with businesses for more than three decades to help them get known as the undeniable authority in their industry, ramp up their profits, and optimize their resources with the end goal that they work less and earn more. So if you're ready to implement simple steps to banish the hustle and to do business differently, then stop. Stop folding laundry or running on your treadmill, grab a pen and paper, and let's dive into today's episode. So how does a small or micro business owner ensure that every dollar they spend on marketing, including their time, brings them a great return on investment or ROI? And secondly, how do they know how to avoid costly marketing mistakes? Well, hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Grow Equation Business Podcast, where I share tips and strategies and guest interviews so that you can work less and earn more. Yes, business owners who are visionary leaders and CEOs are constantly asking themselves if they're spending their marketing dollars and time in the right place so they can avoid costly mistakes. So how do they do this? Here's the secret. It's not complicated and fancy funnels. It's not paid ads on social media. It's something really quick, simple, and easy to implement. So today I'm going to share what 80% of your competition isn't doing and why you should do it, how to create a simple GPS for your business, the number one job of your marketing, three strategies that every business needs, and seven essential elements of your strategy to get known as the undeniable authority in your field. All right, so let's get started. So how do business owners avoid spending their marketing time and money in the wrong place? Well, it comes down to actually two things. The first is what I call shifting from your employee mindset, so thinking like an employee, to thinking like that visionary leader or CEO. Now, earlier in episode 15, I talked about six ways to think differently. And here's the thing. The employee mindset, this is, and I just want to preempt this, I was stuck there for a long time, and I know all about it. It's stuck in what I call the doing, right? Doing more, adding more to your list. It is about asking yourself, how am I going to get this done? And it's all about when the growth of your business is dependent on you doing more. And we all know that leads to longer hours and working harder creates this constant feeling that you're never going to be able to reach your dream. Employee mindset is based on your effort because when you're an employee, that's what they hire you for, right? But you're not an employee, friends. You are a CEO of your business. And a CEO asks different questions. They ask, why are we doing this? And then they ask, who is going to do this? See the difference? So CEOs take bold, decisive action. They're visionaries. And here's the thing that I know to be true. Once you start thinking like a CEO, you're going to actually start acting like one. So in order to avoid costly marketing errors and know where to spend your time, you got to start putting on your CEO hat. 
Okay. Now, the second part of the equation is you need something called, drum roll please, a marketing plan. Or as I like to call it, your, because it's the grow equation, your get known, that's the G part of the grow equation, get known as the undeniable authority plan or your, you ready? G-K-P. Get known plan. Your marketing plan is like the GPS for your business. It shows you the best way for you to reach your sales and profit goals while avoiding time-consuming and costly errors along the way. Maybe I should repeat this, right? Your marketing plan shows you the best way, not all the ways, just the best way to reach your sales and profit goals while avoiding time-consuming and costly errors. Creating a marketing plan increases your probability of success because not only does it impact your brand awareness, but it impacts lead generation, right? How many leads are you going to get? It impacts your sales conversion because your marketing is going to do the heavy lifting for you. And it's going to increase your customer retention. That's right, because your customers who come to you, who become your customers, are really going to love you. I did some research about marketing plans. And did you know that the majority of business owners don't have one? In fact, if you're a financial advisor, only 17% of financial advisors have a marketing plan. So if you have one, you'll be ahead of 83% of your competition. All right. Now, what the heck is a marketing plan, you might be asking. A marketing plan outlines your intended, right, because it's only a plan, your intended marketing activities for a specific period. Now, I like working with my clients over 90 days because 90 days is not too far out, but yet it gives us time to make some adjustments. Your marketing plan describes how you will reach, attract, and nurture customers to buy your, I don't know, product services so you can reach your clear goals. Now, while large corporations might have an overarching marketing strategy with individual plans for each part of the strategy, you're not a large corporation. So let's keep things simple. If you're wondering the how of creating a marketing plan, I'm going to address this in an upcoming blog. But it's one of the things I love doing during a VIP day with my clients. Okay, that's what a marketing plan is. It's a written out 90-day plan for how you are going to reach, attract, and nurture customers to buy. All right, so what's the purpose of the plan? Well, your get-known plan has one job, one purpose, to bring you qualified prospects. In other words, how are you going to measure the effectiveness of the plan? By the qualified prospects it brings you. So let's take a networking event or networking as a marketing activity. Although many business owners consider this to be a free or low-cost activity, when you add in the time cost of this marketing activity, how long do you need to keep marketing this way to bring you qualified prospects. If you add up all of the time you use going to networking and how many prospects or the lifetime value of that prospect, is it really efficient marketing? 
Here's a hint. Instead of attending numerous networking events, would it be more effective and efficient if you attended events where you were the speaker? In other words, you have the stage, you have the attention of multiple attendees. Speaking is one of the fastest ways to increase your credibility and authority. Okay, so what are the components of a marketing plan? Well, businesses have several different plans. Here's what I mean. If you think of your business, the whole, the global thing of your business, almost like a factory. A factory has different machines to create the end product. So what kinds of plans does your business have, right? In my GROW equation for business growth, there are three main plans or maybe machines that help create a sustainable, profitable business. So number one plan is the R of the GROW. It is about ramping up your profits. I call it a profit plan. It includes the metrics you'll monitor, your pricing strategy, your goals, The goal of the profit plan is to keep you on track to earn profit so you can pay yourself well and maybe even give back to your community. Now, on July 7th of this year, several clients are joining me at my home for a retreat-style day where we're creating their profit plan for the next 90 days and six months. You can join them if you want. All you need to do is reach out to me, dianalidstone.com, slash schedule, and we'll have a call. So that's your profit plan. That is the R of the grow. Now, the G of the grow is the get known plan. This is your strategy for becoming the undeniable authority in your field so that you are magnetizing clients. That's right, magnetizing them. So they come to you expecting to pay high fees and you're the sought after specialist in your field. This is commonly called the marketing plan, but the goal of your get known plan is to bring you a steady stream of qualified prospects so that it does the heavy lifting for your sales conversations and it increases your conversion rate. Okay, the last plan in the grow equation, I call it a freedom plan and it is your strategy for freeing up time And it's really all about O in GROW, optimizing your systems, building a rock star team, perhaps automating, systematizing. It is about optimizing those systems so that you can get more freedom, so that your business will run like a well-oiled machine that keeps growing without your direct daily involvement. So you can have all that unplugged time that you really want so you can step into your role as the business leader. So those are the three plans that I believe every business needs in order to get that factory running. But today is all about diving into your get known plan or your marketing plan. And I want to share with you seven elements of this plan. These are the basic elements And I want to just mention that very often entrepreneurs start in the wrong place creating their plan. So although I'm going to name these seven, let's see if you can guess where most people start, 
what the mistake is and where they should start. Okay, the first element is what I call distinctive positioning in the marketplace. This establishes your unique difference, your specialization, your personal methodology and terminology. This is what makes you stand out and, you know, almost seem untouchable by your competition. Now, we did touch on this in episode 10 of the podcast, why being everywhere isn't the best advice. So that's number one, distinctive positioning. Number two is creating a trusted brand. Now, people think that a brand is just your logo. It's so much more. A brand is all about everything that creates a feeling around your business. So it includes the content, it includes visuals, it includes whatever you send out to nurture prospects to deepen those relationships until they're ready to purchase from you. Number three, and this is so important, a client attracting website that converts, including a lead magnet, that captures emails of interested parties so you can continue to nurture and build your relationship to them. Now, too many websites are what I call me-focused. They're all about the business owner instead of about the client. So I challenge you, just go out and look at your website, look at your competition's website. How many times are they talking about themselves versus the problem that they're solving for their client. I guess I really need to do an episode on this. Good idea. All right, number four of your get known marketing plan is effective SEO. So SEO, you know, sounds very complicated. It's just search engine optimization. And it's just about using specific keywords in your content so that you're easily found by your dream clients. You see, the thing is, very often clients are going to Google or another search engine, it could be YouTube, and they are actually Googling solutions to their problem. So content that is SEO rich helps prospects find you when they're doing this Googling. And I can't tell you how many times this has helped clients get found on the internet. All right, so we've talked about distinctive positioning, trusted branding, a client-attracting website, effective SEO. Here's number five, email and blogging with prospects, past clients, current clients, friends, and family. So why should you include friends and family? Well, I'll give you an example. When I first started my email list, I added friends and family. And in my first email that went out, I told them I added them and that they were free to unsubscribe. Do you know how many of those people are still on my email list, still opening my emails seven years later, a large number of them. So here's why to include friends and family. Because if your friends and family don't understand what you do, how can they possibly refer you to other people? Now, the second question you might be asking about this is, why the heck should I be using email? Isn't it kind of old school? Well, here's the thing. The ROI or the return on investment for email is proven to be, I'll say, thousands of times more effective than social media. The facts are, you can Google this, the ROI of email is, so for every dollar you invest in email, now, 
is it a dollar of your time, whatever, how you measure a dollar, you get 4,200% return on your investment. Did you get that? 4,200% return. Social media, I believe you only get 24% return. And that is dwindling every single day. Email, email, email. You've got to create your email. And one of the biggest mistakes a business owner make are not starting and using an email list. Don't wait. Doesn't matter what size it is. Just start. Now, in episode 22, we talked with Jamie Weatherby about creating an email list. And so listen to that if this is something that you would like to do. All right. The last two of the seven part is visibility. Gaining visibility by using your content personality in organic marketing, whether it's speaking or networking, is so important. Now, episode 24 of this podcast, I talked with Amy Hager about the content personality and how it'll make you fall in love with your marketing all over again. And the last part of your marketing plan is what I call amplify your authority, whether this is through a book, a podcast, public appearances, any other means. And in episode 28, I talk about you don't need to be on social media to grow your business. And in episode 33, ghostwriter Catherine Burroughs and I talk about what you need to consider before writing a book. So if that is something that you've been considering, that's an episode. Or if you've been thinking about starting your own podcast, go to episode 14, where I talk about what I learned from starting my own podcast. Okay, those are the seven basic elements of your get known marketing plan. So have you guessed where business owners typically make the mistake? What is the first thing they start with? Well, if you said website, it's close. But most business owners think about number six, visibility. They go out there and they're posting all over all kinds of, you know, social media platforms, running around town, networking all the time, trying to get noticed. But here's the thing that I know to be true. If this was you or if this is you, It's not your fault. You probably didn't go to school to become a marketer. Neither did I. And like most of my clients, you didn't start your business to become a marketer. But here's the raw truth. It's the best marketer that gets the client. Not the best coach or the best consultant. It is the best marketer. So the truth is that if you're doing all this social media stuff and you're going to networking and still you're getting nothing, no return or little return, or your business isn't growing in the right direction, means your marketing's not working, right? Because it's not fulfilling its job. And it's because you needed to start with distinctive positioning. Now, I've shared this story before, but I'll share it again. Recently, I attended a networking event. It was online and it was a visitor day. So there was about 30 people in attendance. There were nine mortgage brokers in attendance. Now, I'm picking on mortgage brokers because this is a true story. But every single one of them said exactly the same thing. 
Hi, my name is, I've been in business for a blank number of years, and I work for blank company. Boring. Right? Not one of them stood out with an interesting introduction. That means to me that they haven't really figured out their positioning. So if you want any of your marketing to be effective, then you've got to start with distinctive positioning. You must clarify your position in the marketplace, like your niche, your micro niche, your messaging before getting visible. Otherwise, you're just out there making noise. No one notices you and you certainly don't stand out. Well, friends, you know, it's been a rather long episode here. And if you're wondering how you can create your get known marketing plan, I'm not going to answer that question. here. That's another episode. But here's a hint. Asking how to create this plan is unfortunately the wrong question. Remember at the beginning, I talked about the employee mindset. Well, as the visionary leader of your business, the CEO, you should be asking different questions. You should be asking who is going to create this plan? Why should I create this plan? Well, here's the answer. The why answer, I hope I've answered above, right? If you don't create a marketing plan, a get-known plan, you're going to end up wasting money on ineffective marketing. And since you're a super smart business owner, I know you're not going to want to do that. Now, the who question is a simple answer. After almost 40 years as a business owner, me, and working with business experts, one of the things I've learned is that to build your marketing plan, you need help. You can't do it in a bubble. You need feedback, input, and most of all, a different perspective. Now, by the way, I don't create my own marketing plan by myself. I have help creating my distinctive positioning with my coach. It's, you see, because I can't see my own shortcoming. I can only see my expertise. But here's the thing. I'm effing great at helping others create their marketing plans and they're get known as the undeniable authority in their industry. And if you have any doubt about that, go to episode 11, where I interview my client, Milena Cardinal. And we talk about how she has become the undeniable authority, how she has started to earn more profit than she ever thought possible, how she is magnetizing those high-paying clients effortlessly, and she's working on taking those unplugged vacations. So as I promised in the upcoming episode, I will walk you through simple steps of building a marketing plan for you, the CEO of your business, where you are the undeniable authority in your field. And by the way, if what I'm talking about seems logical, it sounds like something that you want to do to grow your business and free up your time, then reach out and let's have a conversation at dianalidstone.com slash schedule. My friends, thanks for listening this week. And remember, until next week, you can do this. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Grow Equation Business Training Podcast, where it's all about hashtag work less, earn more. Before you go, please take a moment to leave us a review. If you enjoyed this and want more of Diana, you're invited to join her private Facebook community for live trainings, articles, and Q&A. Head over to facebook.com slash groups slash think like a CEO with Diana. Until next time, thanks for listening.